Hey, Johnny, it's time for Scoop Fest 2015 Live, so let's all go to an ice cream social. It's perfect in our ears. Yeah. Once you guys listen to this back home, it sounds great like, here. Oh, that was oh, perfect. Man. You guys should really be here in our ears. You guys, here. <laughs> I can, just pass these around. I was going to say, we, we, we got to bring <laughs> some more start. headphones. <laughs> It's time for another episode of Matt and Mally's Ice Cream Social. Sitting to my right is Paul Mattingly. To my left is Mr. Matt Donnelly. And uh, sitting over there with the knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Woo-hoo-hoo! And we're sitting across from us about a hundred fucking scoops. Yeah! <laughs> this is amazing. This is the craziest thing. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. This is so You good. people actually came. <laughs> Uh, when Dylan, uh, big hand for Dylan for organizing this yeah. over here. I mean, you guys did this all. We put in, I can't tell you how much effort we didn't put into this. Uh, Dylan put They, put they just together. heard the theme song play over your phone. They know yeah. exactly how much effort we did not put into this. Um, and then uh, uh, Augie Carton and Brian from Steal This Beer podcast, we're, we're on their equipment. So, big plug. Yeah, yeah thank you so guys. much. So like Dylan's like, you want to do a, a meeting? I was like, sure. And then I was like, that'll happen. And then Augie's like, you, I'll bring equipment. I was like, oh, okay, so we'll do a podcast. And it just, it just kept happening. And even we got a ride. We got a ride from Jennifer and Ron. They're like, hey, we're driving out from the city. You guys need a ride. Sure. Yeah, and I got a ride too. It was awesome. <laughs> this is crazy. This is really nuts. So I, I can't tell you how much it means for you guys to want to uh, put this effort into us. And thank you all so much for being here. Um, we, uh, we have an extra microphone over here, so uh, if anybody has any questions for us uh, that you want to ask in person, it's here for you. We also kind of want to meet some people here. Uh, one guy I want to bring up first is, because uh, 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 I can't believe we're actually meeting him in person, <laughs> uh, but Ryer, Ryer Appledore. Come on up here, Come Ryer. up, Ryer. Right over there. Right over here. Grab a seat here. Ryer, uh, uh, who started tweeting out really funny uh purposely horrible uh, uh, Photoshop images of our podcast images. <laughs> and I just uh, messaged him like, hey, do you want to do that but with our name on it? And so we, we, we gave Ryan uh, full access to all of our social media. And he's been posting stuff uh, for our... There we go. I can't tell you how much... Are we, how are we not periscoping this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to periscope this for the other scoops, go for it. Pull out your phones. Yeah, and periscope away. Do that. Uh, take your time. You made it. Okay. So you, you Ryer, you took off from where? I, I took off from Holland, Michigan. You took off from Michigan? Yeah. When? Uh, yesterday at 10 in the morning. You left yesterday at 10 a.m.? Yeah. And you, and you made it, you actually made really good time, yeah? I, uh, yeah, I think the car timer said it was like 15 hours. Okay. Like that, yeah. Because Ryer messaged us this morning like, I'm in Montclair, where's a good place to get breakfast? No, 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 I asked <laughs> I said I was in Montclair do you guys want to get breakfast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was so lonely. Oh, <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, it's that's not, not true because you brought I, a big <laughs> idol named Jezebel yeah, with my, you. Yeah, my island time tiki. I, yeah, you, you made this tiki that you traveled across the country. If anyone knows what we're talking about, on Twitter, if you go on Ed Hay Scoops, we documented Ryan's, Ryan's whole trip out here. He posed with a tiki doll in front of many landmarks on the way here. Yeah, yeah, it kept me sane. <laughs> 
That seems impossible. Nope. <laughs> no, yeah. It did not work. It well, did not work. You also tricked out your car. If you guys saw Ryer's car in the parking lot, he put stickers all over. It's called, what is it called? The Scoop Cru- Cruiser? It's the, the Scoop Mobile. The Scoop Mobile. But I, I think I spelled it Scoop Mobile. Because, uh, <laughs> you know what? If you play your cards right, you might have someone sign up for a long distance plan with you before you're out of here. Hey. Well, I was, I was supposed to have some... You long- showed up a fan. You're leaving with a career, my friend. <laughs> oh, You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to have Luke some long-distance partners, but uh, they didn't want to come. Jacob. No, I did not fly to Michigan to then drive to New Jersey. <laughs> it was going to be so... <laughs> You're correct. I did not do that. <laughs> it was going to be great. <laughs> It would have been really uncomfortable. Uh, Jacob, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jacob's used to people pretending to be nice to him so they can get close to his wife. So yeah. you should know that ahead of time. Hi, SJ. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm only nice to me to get close to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get that completely. Did you get any strange looks for, for Jezebel? Uh, yeah. yeah. The uh, big tiki idol that you traveled well, with? Especially in Ohio. Yeah. Because uh, Ohio just dragged on forever, so I stopped like every 30 minutes. That's actually the slogan of Ohio. We, we drag, drag on, on forever. Drag on forever, <laughs> forever. yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was getting out at like bird sanctuaries and uh, like random truck stops and I was just taking pictures with Jezebel and there were like a bunch of families who were just trying to enjoy like the beach. You weren't like dry humping it, were you? No. Why would you hear he me make it. families? <laughs> he was having full on sex with it. Uh, there, there was there's, no dry humping. There's a hole in the bottom. If you flip it up. Yeah. There's no popcorn in there. Uh, he shoved the jelly donut in there. I, yep. Jelly donut. Um... <laughs> Well, that would get you strange looks. It would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Jelly Donut would get you strange if you're fucking it done. All right. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. Guys, big hand for Ryer. Ryer. Where are you staying? You don't know yet, do you? You're a true vagabond. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, staying in Scoop Mobile. Thanks, Bobo. I went and saw uh, Penn and Teller last night. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, uh, I see a lot of director's cut shirts. Digging yeah. that. I try I to get good. I try to get them to come to Scoop Fest. Um, did you Did you try for the hard sell? Yeah, I gave them the hard sell. The full, full court press. <laughs> Guys, and ladies on. and gentlemen, here they are, Penn and Teller. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they have this thing what? called a Broadway matinee. Right, oh. right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is. I tried to Google it. It came up with all kinds of different things. They're indisposed at the moment. Just Despite the fact that I brought the tandem bicycle with me to the theater. Oh, I offered them a tandem bicycle. I had a nice bike route planned out from Manhattan to Point, here. Pointed them at the tunnel. They're yeah. missing out. They're missing They're out. They're missing out. But it was really it was a trip to see Penn & Teller uh, uh, do their 40th anniversary show yep. on Broadway. Brought my dad. My dad was looking all dapper. Looking all, looking all shiny and new. Uh, but... Uh, uh, it really is different than the Vegas show. The the, uh, the Penn and Teller show is different. How so? There you go, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's they, in a different city. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> it's surrounded by different things. <laughs> Manhattan and Vegas. No, uh, if you haven't. Well, because they don't do the bullet catch. They don't do the bullet catch because New York hates guns. Right. That, it, that probably is a firearm thing, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. They really, they really want to do it. Just less really hassle. Do it. Yeah. 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 So they end, they end the show in more theatrical stuff. So they end the stuff in their original off-Broadway show, fire-eating monologue, which they can't really do in Vegas. Vegas is not a very, very theatrical town. Right. It's a theatrical town uh, in the person-to-person. 
but it's not like a sit down and watch the theater. It's a lot of theatrical. Vegas people. hates a fourth wall. They hate. They want people to talk to them the mm-hmm. whole time. Um, so it was fun. It was a lot of fun. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's let's get uh, Joe Swam over here. Joe, why don't you come yeah. on over here? Joe Swam, come on by. I'll tell you why, because it's, it's a scoop scoop for us. Because well, uh, if anyone listens to Penn Sunday School, Penn talks about Joe Swam all the time. And Penn Sunday listeners say, when is Joe going to be on the air? And our answer is never. Uh, but we got you here. We have you in the yes. building here. So yes, how's it I'm going, here. Joe? It's going great. Joe, you, were, you did the, uh, a similar diet to mine. Is that correct? Yes. And how many, you lost a bunch of weight? About 130 pounds. 130 pounds. You lost my wife. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the secret? And a half. I would, I would like to lose my wife. Yeah. Keep it, I think you're going in the right direction. Keep good, it up. good. Keep up the misogyny humor, Jacob. It's playing really well here. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> the East Coast loves misogyny. Ride that wave. Ride that wave. They love it. I saw whiskey. I thought punching girls in the face jokes was okay. Seems, seems fine. Not the case. A refined crowd we have here at Tierney's. My audience loves misogyny humor. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Joe, you came out here to New York for the week? No, I just came up here to see you guys. Just Pe- today. Really? Yeah, just today. You came to see Penn and Teller. No, I la- that was uh, like a month ago. I just came up here to see this. Really? Yeah. That seems like a big mistake. <laughs> Instant no, my, regret. My wife's been saying that the whole time we've been here. <laughs> <laughs> and we have proved her right. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, do, do, are you staying in New York or New Jersey? I'm not, we're not staying. We're just turning around and going back. Turn around and go, Jesus, where'd you come from? Uh, Maryland, right outside of Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. No, All right. It's, it's not that bad. It's no, that's a fine drive. All right. Good rest, good rest stops. Chesapeake yeah. rest stop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotta love the Chesapeake rest great, stop. Great, great rest stops. What'd you say? Maryland house. Maryland house? Fuck you. I'm a Chesapeake house guy. <laughs> <laughs> you shove your Maryland house up your ass. I'm staying at Chesapeake. What's that? The rest stops, stops don't have bathrooms. That's because that's we want everyone to get everywhere faster. <laughs> the state is so small, we don't need one. New Jersey, pee somewhere else. <laughs> is that how they keep their garden state reputation? Because you fertilize stuff. Yeah, we all fertilize the, road. the garden. A, pee outside. Just pee and poo everywhere. Yeah, and that's why our tomatoes taste so delicious. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is true. Fresh Jersey turds. Make for a good ripe tomato. Uh, so, Joe, you lost 130 pounds. Yes. Did, was it? Uh, what? What does? What are the most common things people say to you? Uh, you don't look well. Um, <laughs> uh, you're losing too much weight. Uh, you're yeah. Losing, all that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. sure you get the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's easier to talk about it if I talk about it with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus, I I think you do look diseased, and I want to talk to you about it. Okay. <laughs> Are you doing okay? Um, so far, yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you have people like not recognize you? Yeah, I get some of that. Some of the people I work with don't. I mean, I I don't see all of them every day, so. So you walk in and. Like what? Well, uh, Someone told me a really fun thing, and think about this because okay. you can still pull this off. All right. You could commit any crime you want, <laughs> and then just put the weight back on. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Did you yeah, think about yeah, that? I am now. Yeah, I'm thinking about it now. What's one crime you think you could commit? I don't have a lot of energy. I don't know. I don't think that's... 
Think about a crime where you have to squeeze between a place that you couldn't before. <laughs> Somewhere where you can like, like slide in. And then, and then when you gain the weight, you'd be like, no way did I slide in. <laughs> Look at me. You think I'm the guy that slid in that hole? Come on. Come on, Clouseau. Figure it out. If the slip don't fit, you must have quit. That's right. <laughs> so that would be my, I, don't, I mean, you know, like someplace where there's bars. Like yeah. maybe you go steal something cool from a graveyard. Yeah. Because those are impossible what? to get in and out of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have bars. I guess you can go anytime though, right? Yes. They will let you in. What are we doing later? <laughs> Nothing. Not going to a graveyard. No. Did you guys hear about that Party weird pooper. grave heist in Montclair? <laughs> <laughs> Must have been some thin guy. <laughs> they stole everything of value. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they stole the one thing of value that yeah. was there. They stole this really pretty someone, urn. Someone dropped a dollar there, and they stole it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, we're the big stop. You're just doing up, turn around. Turn you're around. a big comedy guy. You're a big comedy fan. Yeah, can't, and you can tell I'm really I'm been. Yeah, you're zipping zip, <laughs> zip right. I put you on the spot. I didn't prep you at all, That's so good. it's okay. Yeah. Um, who were the What are the last comedians you've seen? I saw T.J. Miller on Monday. T.J. Miller. Yeah. How was he? It was really absurd and really funny. He is a really yeah. Just a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. What was your favorite bit from T.J. Miller? Uh, just the crowd stuff. What was better than his There's prepared? A lot of crowd I don't work. know if he even has a ton of prepared stuff, but it's a right. lot of crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Someone posted a video today of a guy dealing with a heckler. It was in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah? And it was in The Beat. And this guy's getting heckled by another comic, and he just kicks the dude in the chest straight up. And if the guy guys, if you guys passes haven't seen out the video, in a pile on the ground. Well, Jeez. that is a good way to deal with a heckler. I probably shouldn't talk out of school. Kick I, him. I know that heckler. You know the heckler? Or you know the, I know the, the guy that kicked the guy who kicked it. I know the heckler. Okay. Do we know the heckler? No. His oh. name is Raid. Raid Zone. Raid Zone. The guy. <laughs> We're giving him is... way too much press right now, dude. <laughs> he's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Because now he's gonna get so famous. Morgan's the guy who dropped. The guy who just got kicked <laughs> in the chest. You've seen this comedian? He gets kicked in the chest and passes out. Yeah. It's gonna be a hard act to do over and over, but uh, he's gonna be having to commit to that. Uh, he's a. He's he's weird. He. He wears the tinfoil hat. Like, you know, like you talk about the tinfoil hat wearing people. He actually wears the tinfoil hat. Like when you watch oh, the really video. Does. Yeah, when you watch the video, he gets kicked out of his tinfoil hat. <laughs> the video ends with a close-up of his tinfoil hat on the ground where he got kicked out of it. That hat is now in the Smithsonian. It will be. <laughs> in the new YouTube wing. It's a strong, it's a strong kick. <laughs> What's the worst heckle you've seen? Or best handling of a heckler? Oh, I don't know. I saw the Dom Herrera pissed off a table of uh, homosexual men, but saying faggot. And oh, well, that's was, understandable. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I don't, I don't know if it was a. I just thought he handled it well because he, he didn't. It wasn't a. He didn't mean anything by it, and I. I don't know. Now I feel the room's turned on me for saying. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. You hate gay people. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just thought he handled it well. He. It was. I don't know. I don't know if I have a good example. Okay. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot. That's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you did. That's good. That's okay. Guys, a big hand for Joe yeah. Swam, everybody. Yeah. Uh, and a big hand for Lenore for bringing me another beer. Yeah. All right. Good job. 
Uh, Billy Tierney brought me mine. Not oh, me. The owner of the establishment. Holy. Not me. Billy, do you want to come over here and talk to us? Uh, here he comes. Hey. I hear he has a mean tavern. This is uh, Billy Tierney, owner of Tierney's Tavern. Woo! Get on the mic there. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Billy, how long, how, long, uh, how long have you owned this bar? Oh, uh, about 22 or so years. 22 or but so years? the family's years? had it since Prohibition. So. Oh, wow. So this oh, was, this we was just was had original. our 82nd anniversary. So 82nd, the bar's been open for 86 Woo. years, and before that it was a speakeasy and a candy shop? Is that Across true? the street, uh, it was a, a little ice cream shop. It was the Jewish Mafia ran this area. And, uh, Get on the microphone. Fuck these guys. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> And uh, after Prohibition ended, yeah. they fronted us the money to build this place. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is mob funded? It's, yeah, it, it is mob Jewish funded. mob funded. <laughs> Jewish mob it funded. It has changed. You know they collect. <laughs> um, that's unfair. Sorry, Dom Herrera. Um, so, uh, but it's been in the family for a long time. Is it going to stay in the family, Billy? That's I hope what so. Yeah, I have four kids, and I want to get rid of it and retire. <laughs> <laughs> you have four kids, so you took your chances. <laughs> One of these guys has got to like the bar. One of them. One Do of them is here now somewhere. Where? Danny. Danny's in the bar? Oh, he's down. He went back downstairs. He's that, he got that bored that quickly, huh? <laughs> uh, I thought he was working. pointing at the floor. Oh. I was like, he's on the floor in the back of the room. He's, he's working. It. He just got kicked in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> he's down on the, down on the ground. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you think he's a leading candidate? Uh, no, I have another daughter that might take over. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Gracie, my third. Are you like, kind of like a Game of Thrones way, enjoying maybe watching your kids battle for control of the bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to get my arm chopped off. No, uh, <laughs> no they're... How do I say? Uh, I want it to be a backup plan, but it, it's turning into be the plan. <laughs> okay. Well, that's kind of the story, right? Yeah. You weren't initially going to be here, right? No, I always thought I was going to end up here. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I, worked other, I worked at Disney and Burger King and other places, but I always knew I was coming back here. You, you, you were, were planning, on, you were planning on making a career at Burger King? No. That was, uh, that was never your plan? I was too young to work here. So. <laughs> gotcha. He let everyone know. He's like, guys, I'm at Burger King now, but when I get out of here, I'm going to own a bar. Yeah. Burgers and beer. Yeah. I'm stuck on fry duty, but fuck you, Carl. I'm going to own a bar, and I will not let you drink at it. Nobody likes there? Carl. Like, that's... Like, okay. <laughs> Just flipping burgers, dreaming yeah. of the bar. <laughs> um, so New Jersey allows no smoking in bars. Not anymore. No. Were you pro or anti that when that was happening? Uh, I was really anti. Yeah. Uh, changing over to having no smoking. Now I love it. Right. I love no smoking. Because did it betray? Because you're kind of a libertarian to, guy. You kind of didn't a, want the law, right? I am a libertarian. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I, I tell you, the smoking in bars is where my libertarian side really comes out. Like, I feel, I feel like I'm more libertarian about smoking in bars than anything else. It is a really weird thing that I've got. I feel like bars should be like, be, you should be able to smoke in a bar, but I love going to bars with no smoking. <laughs> I do not want to go to a bar with smoking, but I feel like you should be able to smoke there. You said it better than I could. And I will not right. go there. That's exactly right. I yeah. just won't right. go to that bar, but I want you to be able to have that bar. It should be the choice. Yeah. Well, it's a, no, is it, you but, could do it, yeah. but don't. I wouldn't right. go back. Yeah, like, but if you want, I know if you want I me to show back. up, don't do it. We should have like a "come on, guys" law. <laughs> come on, guys! We, you can, but come on. <laughs> this is come a smoking on. bar, but really, but really, really. I'm like, I'm like that with like guns. Like you can have guns in your home. Go for it. I'm gonna keep ones away from my kids. Right. So. And then uh, I'm gonna shoot them with love. 
With a love gun? That, yeah. is, that is actually also illegal. That's a kiss song. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should not, you should not shoot kids telling, with love. Telling my neighbors about the love gun is really weird. I get a lot of weird looks from my neighbors. Bring your kids over. I'll shoot them with the old love gun. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have made it so big and pink. That's what weirds everybody out. If no, it looks like it's a like, normal gun, people are like, oh, okay, sure. No, if it looks like a normal gun, I get shot. I have to paint it pink. I really think it's the throbbing that freaks people out. Yeah. I think it's just the best feature. <laughs> Feature not a bug. Uh, it stings your eyes. Uh. <laughs> there we go. You got the you got the button on that, Billy. You did. It was chambered. Um, when you took over the bar, what's that? So twenty two years. You said you've owned it yourself. About. I've been working here longer, but I, I didn't acquire any of the stock until right. Then, yeah. Right. 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 What is what has changed in Montclair or changed in the bar industry since the time you've been here? Uh, the DWIs have really changed the uh, the drinking. Around here now, it's they drink less, they eat more. You used to work here, Matt. Did you guys, you guys That's all know true. that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Matt was a bartender here yeah. for a few years. A few? Yeah. Eight. Eight years. <laughs> or eight. <laughs> or eight. But when I was here, I was eternally the new guy. Every guy, every time I worked, they'd be like, oh, you're the new guy. And I'm like, I've been here for eight years. <laughs> Matt, Maddie Fresh. What Maddie Fresh. Sweet Maddie D. Maddie Fresh. Sweet Maddie Fresh. Um, uh, and then I would... Uh, <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> I like Maddie Fresh a lot. Uh, a lot of people, because I lost, I lost 100 pounds, but, but I gained those 100 pounds right here in this tavern. Mm. <laughs> You're welcome. You you, can, how did you lose it? How did I, I lose it? I haven't seen you in years. That's I true. Yeah. Uh, uh, I lost it by uh, eating pretty much nothing that's available on your menu. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ride your bike? I heard you mention a double-seater bike. Uh, no, no I, didn't, I didn't ride a bike. Um, <laughs> now, Matt has ridden his bike. We started at this bar, a bunch of us, a couple other guys that are here. I see Brian. Yeah. Rode our bikes down to Manasquan, which is about... Best day know, of the year. 70 miles. 70 miles, which anyone who's a biker here, goes, a bike what does ride. it take you, four or five hours? And we say, about 16 to 18 hours. <laughs> <laughs> we stop at every bar along the way, we and we ride our here, bikes. We a handful of mushrooms, and yeah. just right down... Sure. Pedal, pedal. Bike yeah. all the way. Because beer's not enough for you. No. <laughs> you got to do the mushrooms. But, um, uh, and the bars keep closing, but we don't find that we out until going. a year yeah. later. <laughs> like, we do no research. We just ride and go like, oh, that place is not there anymore. But another one's appeared. Yeah. But like for people, if you're wondering if it's unsafe, we wear matching T-shirts. Oh, so you're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So when the sun goes matching down... Matching matte black T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> We were matching t-shirts and we do the best day of the year. Um, I'm trying to remember. So I think one of the f- funniest things with you, uh, Billy is a very laid back owner, uh, to say the least. Thank you. Yeah. Because uh, you, you gain weight because you can eat whatever you want all the time yeah. when you work here. And uh, I think, I don't think, have you ever had any bartender work for you that didn't gain like 20 pounds working here? No, we fatten them all up. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, usually they start out as young guys and there's, how do I say it? Like they, they don't... Uh, they don't get to eat whatever they want, whenever they want, until they work here. <laughs> <laughs> poor is the they word you're looking for. They start young and poor, yeah. Instead of young and poor. They load up on carbs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. work, after work. Uh, the, the burgers here have a huge reputation for yeah. being amazing cheeseburgers. You even got voted recently, was it NewJersey.com? They had the top 10. We were 11. You were 11. <laughs> <laughs> we were right. We were in there for a little while. And then it Honestly, was... had I known, I would not have brought you up here. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a top 10 burger. I would not have done it. We were, um, we were there for a while. So your top That's a good burger. sign, though. Number 11 is a great sign. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's at least 12 places that serve burgers in Jersey. Voted, voted, <laughs> voted number 11, 11 of the top 10. Yeah. 
that's guys, a we're in the slogan. top eleven. Yeah, first place losers. Yeah, <laughs> I, you got to put that on the sign. Eleventh best burger in Jersey. We're eleven. We're. I was say eleventh best burger. That's, just a, have that's one unique. Of, just have one of the ones at eleven kind of faded out. <laughs> <laughs> or no, make the number one sign and just paste the other one on. Just, just scribble it on. Mm-hmm. Just like, sharpie. Um, the competition. But what's funny is whenever you were interviewed about what's the secret to your burger, you always say the same thing, and that can't be true, which is that it's the ring you, we pack the burgers into. You're obsessed with it. It's the ring. the ring. No, it's, I always say it's the can. We open, <laughs> it's the can that the we meat comes in. We have a sauerkraut that after we make the burger, we put a, a clean piece of wax paper on top and just really pack it down. Like you smack it with, it with, yeah, you with, smack the, it with a, the can, a can so of like, sauerkraut. It's packed. So when you throw it on the grill... Wait, so you the don't put any of the nice sauerkraut into the burger. You just no, hit no. it with a can that's with filled can with sauerkraut. The can yeah. that hits the wax paper uh, that hits the, the burger. He thinks the that's what makes it He amazing. has sauerkraut in the can. Well, now, now there yes. could be something to this. Now, you have, so, a, you have a hammer made of sauerkraut, is so what you're saying. It's My great-grandfather had it to his grandfather. See? Is it, is it an old can? So it's not, it's not just you know any can. It's a certain can. It's, it's the lucky right. can. It's, it's got a certain weight to it, right? It's a steel can. Do you know the exact weight? Is it full of sauerkraut? That's the secret, Paul. He can't tell you the weight. It's, it's about... I don't know, I'll give it about four pounds. Four pounds or something. But, you know, it's that exact weight that gives it that perfect smash. Yep. It's That's different it. from hitting There's it nothing. with a hammer or smacking it with your hands. Paul, no, it's you can't not... smack it with your hands. We're not cavemen. We right. See? <laughs> See? See? He's on to something. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, he is. <laughs> We're number 11. You can't argue. He's I, you know, I, I'm not going to argue with the man. You are by definitely you the 11th best You can't argue with the results. You can't argue that, but it's not the can. I the man told you right to your face, it's the fucking can. <laughs> you started out by saying, nobody believes it, right? No, but you, you, you get fresh meat. Every day from a butcher. Every day from a butcher. That might have something to do with it. It's good meat. Sure. It's the secret's the can. And then my secret, the way I always said the secret was, is that we cook... An, an unbelievable amount of bacon to start the day. That, that helps. We coat yeah, the, the grease we coat, is pretty well seasoned. We, we coat the, the grill with grease mm. before we cook one we, burger. First, on we, it. we cook bacon in the morning, tons of bacon, and then we cook fried onions on top of the bacon grease. Mm. That's, yeah, that's really good. And then we pull that off, and then we cook yeah. burgers on top of that that have been smashed by a can. See? <laughs> <laughs> Now that's a T-shirt. <laughs> Tierney's Burgers, number eleven, smashed by a can. I got my can smashed. In. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> can smash burgers since 1983. Yeah, 1936. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, I guess they were smashing them back then too. Yeah. It's, it's the same can. can. It's the same can. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Very good. That was good. I remember. Uh, probably my funnest moment with understanding your managerial style was uh, uh, I used to do the Thursday night shift followed by the Friday morning shift. All right. You're the new guy. <laughs> I was the new guy. I was the new guy. Maddie Fresh. My way. <laughs> you were young. I was so young. So my way of getting the party to, uh, the, getting the bar to clear on time for last call was to throw an after party at my own house. And I would Smart. pack Smart. up beers and I would hand cases of beer to people who were still hanging out. Let's go. And the keys to my house and say, go to my house. Let's go. Yeah. And so I went, I got, I got hammered one night or whatever. And uh, actually, no, this is, I was hammered while finishing up. Were actually. you hammered or were you can smashed? I was, <laughs> I was can smashed hammered okay. by 11. <laughs> All right. 
And, by 11. Uh, by 11. And then... Uh, no, see? The number 11. This all makes sense. So when... What, it's, a it fucking, does, huh? it's a fucking riddle. When I went to... Uh, you're getting weird on me, Paul, right now. You're getting a little weird. Wrapped in bacon. Wrapped in bacon. We gotta wrap everything in bacon. 11, guys! I'm out of here! And there's just a hole in the wall from where Paul left from the second floor of Tierney's. I figured it out. And I uh, went to get the beers, but I was drunk. So I fell down the stairs to the basement and cleared the railing straight off the, 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 the stairs. I woke up the next day and did not remember I did this. Well rested, though. Well rested, yeah. And I came back in and I started doing the morning routine for the bar. Uh, getting the bacon ready. Getting the truckload of bacon and ready. And, uh, and I did the worshipping of the can. I stopped and did, did my 12 savasanas before the sauerkraut can. And I go, uh, Billy's just sitting there drinking coffee as he did every Friday morning. And I was like, Billy, the railing's broken on the stairs. <laughs> and Billy just looks up from his coffee and goes, yeah, I saw that. And it just goes back to reading the paper. And then I'm cooking a buttload of bacon. And then I turn and I, I nick my side just turning into like the fridge or whatever. And I look <laughs> and I have this gigantic bruise up the entire right side. Of, of my of my side I come out and I go karma and I go Billy Billy and you just look up from your coffee and I go I'm the one who broke the rail <laughs> did you remember it or did you put the pieces together with the bruise I put the pieces together with the bruise the okay. bruise was like you Kaiser Sose Kaiser Sose <laughs> you still didn't remember falling though no 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 no, no. Okay. I just saw the bruise and I was like wait a minute I remember this, and I remember thinking as I put the coffee down, the truth will come out. The truth, I know, he just sat there. I go, Billy, Billy, I'm the one who smashed the railing. You go, oh yeah, I guess you did. <laughs> and you just kept, re- went back to reading your paper. You did not care. Too early to deal. Too, way too early to deal. Yeah. Exactly. The truth Co- will come out. If you, if you had page. had this conversation after he had his coffee, he would have been like, you're fucking right, you broke the fucking rail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he was still, he was still I can't even coffee. deal with this. Yeah. I can't even deal so, with yeah, this. I'll deal with this later. Drinking my coffee. Whoever fixed that rail? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, do you? You probably did. I probably did. Yeah. Um, That's the kind of guy you are. I think I fixed it by lifting it up and putting it awkwardly on the weird nails that were there, <laughs> but I don't think I ever put anything back and in you there. You giggled because you knew someone else was. Yeah, yeah. I like. I basically like booby trapped another bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, uh, the funny thing about working here is that no one knew what the prices were for anything. It depended on the customer. It depended on the customer and the bartender. Yeah. And I remember in front of you on St. Patrick's Day, a guy yelling like, what, you charge me less? This guy's saying the same rounds, $50. You charged me 42 And it was right in front of you, and I just burnt, and I go, uh, he's right. And then I went, and I, I left. <laughs> That's how I handle shit. <laughs> Billy's not That's really great. an enforcer. In front of him, we had a That's price great. dispute. Billy didn't ask me one question about it. I never had one check what question. What handled itself? It handled itself. Yeah. The place is still open. Lights are still on. It's, that's the kind of guy I hire. Yeah, man. It'll handle themselves. It's the truth. I love a place where no one cares about the math. You do. Paul, you'd love working here. Ah, it's my dream. I've come home. It's a math-free zone. No smoking, no math. One big powerful can. It adds up. That's where I want to live. That's where I want to live. I wish that you could smoke here. I don't want you to. I just wish you could. <laughs> I wish I could pull out a pack and go, nah. <laughs> I don't feel like smoking. That's America. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, I mean, I love this place. It's my still my favorite job I've ever had. Thanks. And uh, Thanks. I still I dream about this place. This place is in my dreams. And when I dream, I'm working here. It's it's a good dream. It's not a nightmare. It's a fun dream. It's a fun dream. Yeah. I, I always love this place. So thank you so much for for putting us up here today. Thank you. Billy Tierney, everybody. This is the point of the show where we would get into scoop mail. Yeah. Um, you want to do one or two and then get live scoops? Well, just we don't get live to, scoops. We should just get live scoops, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're here. Unless you brought some scoop mail, we should just get oh, yeah. live scoops. I can look it up like I have in the past. Yeah, I mean, All we right. could do that. Well, we'll put it out there. Any scoops out there got a good, uh, a good story for us? Anyone? Anyone out there have a crappy job? Crappy job. An Italian air show. Italian air show. Okay. I printed up 100 scoop mails, and I brought them on this, on this trip. So we're going we're gonna to hit a shit ton of scoop mails yeah, on the boat. If, if you have not heard your scoop mail yet, probably during this marathon session of recordings that we're planning to do while on the boat, we'll get to it. I have a ream of paper. Because I didn't know how good the internet on the boat would be, so I just printed them all up. Dude, you're so sharp with that. You, it's like there, I mean, it's really like a half inch. There's barely any internet on the boat, by the way. Yeah, I think I think Ryer might have a story. Is that true? Ryer has a story. Yeah, so get okay. so let's get Ryer back up here with our first uh, our first story. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jock versus Nerd. Yeah, that's the wrong one. That is Jock versus Nerd. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's see here. Ah, here we go. Did you see how proud of myself I was? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, good. Better. Yeah, great. <laughs> so I, was excited. I was really just excited to play the Jock vs. Nerd song. <laughs> the OG right. Jock vs. Nerd. What is your scoop mail? Okay, so I, I have a story for you guys. Okay. Uh, so at the beginning of the summer, my, my car threw a rod. Uh, and Where I, did it throw it? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the car's gone now. Through, through the block. Through the, yeah. <laughs> Already it's not the same. You're not mispronouncing or, or mis, misreading what he's saying. Yes. Sorry. Uh, so a long time ago, a car threw a rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just is the this, font. I know. I'm sorry. It's, this, it's a weird font. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's this fucking font, guys. And no, and no, and no grammar. No, no comma. Nothing. <laughs> So uh, in order to, you know, get around town and uh, make deliveries and, you know, do all that, we had to um, pull one of the old family cars out of storage, which was uh, the the Periwinkle Van of Mayhem. And uh, it's this massive old van, and I've been driving around all summer. It's been great. Uh, Is uh, it Periwinkle? It is Periwinkle. Good. Otherwise, it's a really weird name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was was black. It's a a jet black van, (laughs) and it's got an orange stripe on the side, and I actually have a mohawk, if you're listening. Oh. It's the A-team. Yep. Uh, So, uh, with a van, we never really drive it because it, I mean, it was made back when you could trade piss for gas, so it's just... What? Yeah. Hold on. (laughs) When was that time? (laughs) When did this happen? That was back before the can came into existence. (laughs) Talk about the changing the DUI laws. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, it just, it sucks down gas, right? So we we never really drive it. Um, We just take it out to take around the block so it doesn't rot from sitting for too long. And This um, is leading to a meth lab, right? All things lead to meth labs. <laughs> All things, yeah. yes. This is uh, Jersey. So I, I'm driving around for a couple days, uh, having a great time. And uh, one night I'm driving home from my studio space. Yeah. And um, I see a cop's lights in, you know, pulling me over. So I um, pull over to the side of the road and the 
cop walks up, and I'm like, don't know what I did, you, whatever. Uh, and the cops like, um, sir, I pulled you over because you have a you have a tail light out. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it makes sense. And I explained that you know didn't really drive the van that much. And um, piss for gas days, you know the story. Just, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he uh, you know he, he asked for my license and registration, uh, but then he he pauses, and I, I realized that I had forgot to uh, pause my car stereo. And I was listening to um, back episodes of the Ice Cream Social. Uh, <laughs> Did you, I, there was an audible gasp from the audience. <laughs> As, that somebody's are like, we "Oh my! Oh no!" I didn't know. Are we that inherently offensive to cops? Well, <laughs> this just says to me: other people have experienced listening to us in public and been shamed <laughs> or shocked. They're uh, like, "Oh, you! Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to him." <laughs> Sadly, he was listening to the "Fuck the Police" episode. <laughs> Right. It's one of our famous episodes, the Fuck the Police episode. Uh, so, and I'm listening to it, by the way, Paul, over the cassette adapter for my car. Good. <laughs> I knew Good. it was still out there. <laughs> I knew it was still out there. So, uh, I, and I, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out why he's, why he's pausing. And then in, in the background, I can hear you two uh, vibrantly describing a certain event that involves catastrophic mutual masturbation. <laughs> So it's around this time. Which know, one was having this? a ball in Arkansas? Yep. Oh, it's that one. Oh, and, and uh, you stopped on that one. And so I'm sitting there, and, and, and the amount of time that it takes me to realize I should probably turn off, turn off the stereo. Like Matt's talking about cramming pistachios through Capri Sun straws, <laughs> <laughs> and just really vibrantly, you know, vividly describing, you know, reading the scoop mail. And I look over at the cop as after, you know, I turn it off, and he's got this look on his face that. It looks like he's trying to hide his disgust, and it's, it's just coming through his disappointment. And he's just like, uh, I'll be right back, sir. <laughs> he's like, this guy well, I pulled over is listening to the strangest gay porn. <laughs> do, they, do they do audio gay porn? Is that a big thing? Because well, that's what I heard. So he goes, he goes back to his car, and I'm like, damn it. Now I'm definitely getting a ticket, because I, I don't live in the... Like chillest town in the entire world. Sure. So they, he might have been a little offended by this, and so I'm sitting there, you know, hands on the wheels. Uh, when I get pulled over, I'm more like you than I. I don't. I'm not like. Down put the hands on the wheels. Put the hands on the wheels. You know, put the window down a bit, and then, then you roll over. I'm not armed. Super polite. Um, and so I'm sitting there waiting. All the lights are flashing and everything. You know, five minutes goes by, ten minutes go by, fifteen minutes go by, and I'm like, mm. God, that's that's ticket right in time. And you're behind uh, him, and he's got a package of pistachios and a thing of Capri Suns. <laughs> <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> and so he, you know, he finally walks back up, and he's like, uh, "Sir, I'm going to let you off with a warning for tonight. Uh, just make sure in the next morning you go and you, like, you know, replace it and do all this stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, officer, no problem. Th- thank you. Sorry." And he's like, uh, "One more thing." And I was like, "Yes." And he's like, uh, "Fuck you in the face." <laughs> <laughs> It was the greatest thing ever. I, guys, a fucking scoop. It, the only other one in my town, I swear. <laughs> That's impossible. It was awesome. It was so great. And he's like, yeah, well, I, I recognized your name, but I, did, I didn't, like, know. <laughs> and so he just, like, wait. And apparently hearing you guys talk about, you know, a nut coming out of a urethra, just, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's good. I hope it doesn't remind <laughs> people of anyone else but us. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess, Five-O I, scoop. It was my, uh... That's an Ontario business meeting, right? Yeah, that's that, a total. Was, that's a successful <laughs> Ontario business yeah, meeting. Yeah, absolutely. Good, way. good job, Ryder. Good job. Fucking okay, hey. a. My uh, my cousins who my godfather, my cousins are here. They they don't know that the end of that story is a happy ending. 
the people that I brought with me were just looking very confused. Too. Yeah, yeah. I don't. They were like, "Is that good? Is that know. is that good? I don't know." How all of our yeah. all of our listeners uh, sign off their emails with "fuck you in the face," uh, and that's uh, it meant with love. Right. <laughs> the funny thing is, when we first started, we had a friend of ours start our YouTube channel for our bucket show, and then people started putting hashtag #fy. Uh, ITF on the end of all their stuff and he's like what is happening and I had to explain <laughs> that means, uh, uh, how did that start do you remember how it star- uh, started the fuck you in the face uh, it started early oh it was the, it was the, the email it was the, the figgity fuck you in the face yeah 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 it started with a figgity fuck you yeah. no no uh, it started because I was joking that, I, uh, that of all the things I took from the book The Secret the one thing I did take was that I said thank you more and Paul busted my balls for saying, what did you say before, thank you? <laughs> That's what it was. And I said, oh, I just usually sign off all my letters, fuck you in the face. Yes. But I switched over to thank you, and now I'm a successful man. <laughs> now things wait, wait, wait. really so, turned it around. So the Paul Shortino episode generated fuck you in the face? Yeah, mm-hmm. Paul, Paul put us on his vision board, and then... <laughs> And now we're and now we're riding now now we're hosting a show at Tyranny's Tavern. We you know what's right. you know what's crazy though is that now that we do have people saying and signing "fuck you" in the face, things are going a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> so get rid of the thank you guys. Get just, rid of sincerely. Yeah, no. Best regards just out the window. Fuck you in the face. Um, I don't think they're going to take our advice, guys. Good. Or should they? Or should don't. They? No one should ever take our advice. No. I just saw you over there. How you doing, pal? Good to see you. Do you want to come over here and say hello? Come on over here. This so, is uh, John. And I met this guy in St. John in the U.S. Virgin Islands there. How's it going, pal? Very long time no see, my friend. Yeah, we knew each other for a, a very well for a very short period of time, very long time ago. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I've been Island time is so right. Much, there you it go. seems kind of weird, but it uh, is really weird. Although you haven't aged, you look beautiful. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. You're you're not so bad yourself. Great. So, uh, what are you doing now? Uh, I live in Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. Yes. Do you still work for the airlines? I still do. That's why years. I hang out with him all the time because he bought he got cheap tickets. He could just fly to the Virgin Islands like whenever he wanted. We flew out. I'll tell you that quick story. The first yeah. time we went down, a mutual friend of ours went down there. Him and his sister worked down there. We flew down on a Thursday. Yeah. And we left on a Sunday. And I was living in Phoenix. We had such a good time. We wound up coming back the next Thursday. Yeah, do I remember that? Because <laughs> yeah. we, had, we, had, we had really, you showed up and it was like, oh man, and we had like a very good time. Yeah. I don't think we slept. We didn't. And then when you, sh- when you showed up the next weekend, I was like, oh man, <laughs> I got to do this again. Here we go. I got to do this again. Um, and you're here with your wife? My lovely wife. We came up from Florida yesterday. We're going back home tomorrow. You came up for this? Oh yeah. This is nuts. This is awesome. This is insane. Do you have... I mean, I barely came up for this. Yeah, yeah. So so I have a special treat uh, for... uh, I want to try and find out what scoop... What in the... What are you... All right. For a second there, before you you played that earlier and I didn't know it was you, I thought we were catching some EVP. All right. So here we go. Uh, I want to know who... What scoop here traveled the longest distance? And now we have phones and stuff that can prove this. Yeah. So who... Anybody over a thousand miles? There we go. Let's hands up if you. Ontario. Ontario. Anybody got farther than Ontario? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Where? Windsor. Windsor, Ontario. I think that's probably the Montreal. Is Montreal farther away than Ontario? I don't know. I feel like we can figure this out though. Not one of 
I feel like Florida might be further away than all of that. Uh, we, didn't have to, we didn't have to cross any borders. Um, so your wife, your wife has a business? What was, what, was her, what was her thing? My wife is an artist. She's an artist? Yes. And she sells stuff? She does sell uh, some artwork, yes. Uh, where? Uh, she sells it at, on her website, which is artworkoftestaka.com. Two A's. T-A-A-C-A. Get in the microphone. Screw these guys. Artworkoftestaka.com, which is T-A-A-C-A. Okay. Uh, she also manages a restaurant where they hang the artwork in the, in the restaurant, and she's uh, sold some pieces off the wall there. She's designed some tattoos here and there. Is it hard uh, being married to someone who works so much harder than you at stuff? No. It's, it's actually incredibly easy. As you should know. You should know. I, I absolutely know. Yes. I can also it's testify so to that. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> um, what do you, how many got there? Uh, I have a copy of Christmas Puss. All right, so hold on. So, so far, Minneapolis is winning at 1,190 miles. That's, that's, uh, Windsor was 960 miles. Okay. So, Win- Windsor is real close. Where are you come from? Tampa's Florida? about 1,000, so, yeah. Tampa? I, I don't know. It's miles from my current location. Oh, we should go by flight and make who has the, who, who made the largest carbon footprint to be here today? <laughs> oh, that was probably us. How about this? I'll give them each one. How about that? Okay. Jacob, we all took helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> I just lit a barrel of oil on fire. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite? What was your favorite spot in St. John? Oh, Woody's Seafood, man, absolutely. Woody's. Woody's Seafood. Woody's dollar happy hour, dollar everything, drive up service. Oh man, seafood's got to be great there. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but Correct. Dollar, dollar drinks. There was no. I used to go to Woody's. Woody's was right across the street from the bank, and you would go to town every two weeks to cash your paycheck, and you'd spend half of it right at Woody's. You just go right across the street. But you know, because in St. John, I lived. You, they gave me a place to live, so I didn't get paid that much. I got paid like minimum wage. Uh, but I, 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 they gave me a place to live and, and meals and everything. And I lived in a tree house at Maho Bay. And we go to Woody's Seafood, and I remember I just get. Hammered at the thing, and I, I, remember, I remember my brightest moment was I took everyone's sunglasses who was at happy hour, and I put them on my head, and put a towel on my head, and read people's fortunes for an hour. <laughs> I was a much more creative drunk than I am now. Well, uh, I remember going down and taking Fred's taxi. Yeah. And then uh, every once in a while when you didn't have the full $5, you'd wind up hiking it and then taking the goat trail up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then waking up all covered in blood because you fell down so many times. <laughs> and the hermit crabs. That's, uh, that's my memories of Maho, Be- uh, Maho Bay. The, yeah. The, the crabs were just you. That just happened to you. Okay. No, no, no. I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, I remember like the, the, uh, Fred, Fred would give uh, tours. That was the funniest thing about Fred. He was the shyest West Indian man. And he had, he could, you could not hear a word he said, but people would pay money to take his tour, and you just watch him drive by, and it would be like, over here is the banana beach, and then everyone just went like, we're like, okay, I just, all right, I guess so, I guess we're getting a tour. Well, the place is so beautiful, you don't really need a whole lot of words. It, just it is true. Everywhere you look is a postcard. It is. It's spoiled. Honestly, we went down there so much. I can't even tell you how many times altogether we've been down there. I have friends that got engaged down there. I had a friend that got married yeah. down there on Hawk's Nest Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we've been to beaches all over the world, and that's still probably right up there, top that, two, top three. That is the place to be a tour guide. Just drive along go, here we are at Oahu Beach. 
Words fail. (laughs) (laughs) Done. That's it. I, uh, Here we are at the Mountainside Resort. No way to speak of this without <laughs> desecrating it with my language. <laughs> we did used to have to pass ruins every time. Uh, we drove past old ruins on the way to Maho Bay, and every single time, commitment, every single time, I would go, oh, that place is ruined. <laughs> Annenberg. Annenberg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time we drove by, I did it every single time. And, uh, what happened no- to that place? Uh, it's still ruined. It just, just <laughs> what happened to ruin it is what I'm asking. Oh, people left it alone. Okay. I, I think the answer is slavery ended. I think is the name is uh. what happened. It used to be a thing. That's the thing. The difference between West Indian culture running the Virgin Islands and Hawaiian culture. Where Hawaiian, like, I took a tour, a tour of the Dole Pineapple Farm in Hawaii. And it was like, everyone came from all cultures around, and they all held hands and smiled and hugged and worked <laughs> on pineapple farms together. Uh-huh. And there was no bribery taking place between the king of Hawaii and the Dole Plantation owners. They have no, it's a total whitewashing. It's like watching a bad episode of The Simpsons. Mm. In, the West, in the Virgin Islands, the West Indians run the tours, and they don't, they're like, over there were slaves. <laughs> people died. White men needed sugar, so they slaved people. Here, here, here. Here's where slaves killed white people. <laughs> Go to the beach. That's a tour. That's a tour in the West, in the Virgin Islands. Um, well, thank you so much for being here, man. Yeah, I really appreciate it. it. Well, when we wrap up, we'll grab a drink. Thank you. Good to see you, John. Thank you. Do we have any other scoop mailers? People want to come over and tell a story or ask us a question? Yes, come on up here. Question? Yeah, come on. Oh, you have a Jack versus Nerd? Well, wait, we, we, got, yeah, we, yeah. we have a story. Good. Hand up in the back. Let's do story, yeah. Hand up in the back. Come on back here. It's oh, good Andy, that you have a Jack versus Nerd because Matt has up. the music queued up. Yeah, yeah, ready. <laughs> uh, Andy Cheek is here. We should point that out as well. Andy Cheek uh, uh, from North Carolina. Andy, I believe you were like the first listener of our podcast. Like, you were on board. Gotta be. We only had 400 listeners in our first episode one, and I know you were one of them. So I'm really happy you are here. Wait, and we had 400 listeners in episode one? Yes, we did. Holy shit. I didn't realize we had triple digits for episode one. Yeah, no, no. That's happens when Penn Gillette mumbles the name of a podcast. <laughs> 400 people yeah, will listen. Helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, you brought your daughter here, and I owe you a drink because I made a, a rape joke about her on the last podcast. <laughs> Wait, you just owe him a drink for that? Uh, well, it feels like you, should, you owe him more than that. No, I feel like yeah. at, least, at least like five burgers. Yeah. Well, he, five burgers and all, and all he can drink. He set the rate. He set the rate. <laughs> oh, okay. He said, you, you really made an inappropriate joke about my daughter on the last episode. And I said, I sure did. And he goes, I think you owe me a beer. And I said, I think I owe you two. And I made another rape joke right away. All right. <laughs> but I want to clean that up and I apologize. It's really not nice to do that. So please, if anyone has sex with Annie's daughter, please make sure it's consensual. <laughs> now that we're here. At the this tavern. is a lot more uncomfortable when we're in the room. Now that we're all friends. Now that we all know each now other. Now that we all this know each other. This is much more uncomfortable. It's all good. No. I'm sorry, what is your name? <laughs> now it's worse. It got worse. What's your name? Joanna. Joanna. Joanna, you like tequila, you said? Alcohol. You like alcohol. alcohol. Good. Okay. All right. That's good. I like that, too. All right. We all right. will take care of we that. We will take care. We'll take care of Andy and Joanna. We'll make sure to... Get some drinks on us at the end of the show. Uh, what is your name? Kramer Jean. Kramer Jean! Kramer Jean! Uh, how you doing? 
I'm mostly up here because I've been drinking gin since I got here. Whoa. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Liquid courage is kicking in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, good. I thought I would give an epilogue to my Halloween hookup. You're the Halloween story, oh, right? The Halloween yes. Hookup. Okay, so here's a quick recap. This story is nuts. <laughs> this, this is, is one of the craziest emails we ever it got. It was a long time ago. It was yeah. a long time ago. So you were uh, 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 at a Halloween party hooking up with a guy. Yes. And then it... it uh, and then it went disastrously The wrong. act went poorly. The act went poorly. But you Not were, on anyone's fault. Yeah, you both were down. But Nobody there was, at fault. But Some, blood started happening. Yeah. Pain started ensuing. I had an injury. And you yelled because of the pain. Right. And then three guys yep. came in, saw a woman crying in pain, blood, and three guys saw that guy and kicked the crap out of him. Amazing guys. And he didn't... Fantastic guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is they end. weren't they weren't in the wrong either. They were amazing. No they one, came to my no defense. one was being douche, douchebaggy here. So on the crap kicking out, they called someone called the cops. One of my friends called the police because they thought I was being a victim of a crime. Mm-hmm. Right. The cops showed up. The guy running the party was on parole. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, did he have an ankle? Did he, did he have an ankle? He had on? an ankle bracelet because he was under house arrest. Right. And this was clearly For violation. DUI. And this is violation of the parole terms because there were underage people drinking at the party. Right. Right. Yeah, a couple. There we go. One or two. And that guy or went nine. To, back to jail? And he went back to prison. He had three months left of his sentence and he had to serve them out behind bars. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it really, it's, it's really one of like nuts. the most classic Italian air shows that we've ever done. <laughs> mm-hmm. No one sleep with her either. No. <laughs> What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking gin all day. Right? That's true. That's true. Okay, there was a fourth victim that I edited out of the story. <gasps> what? To make it what? what the fuck? You thought we'd think it was too ridiculous if there was another victim? Her epilogue is like, it got worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse than you think. I didn't even tell you the bad part. <laughs> well, it's not even the bad part. It's just this whole event went down in his roommate's room who was out of town because he kind of hated us and kind of thought we were all scumbags which I guess we proved true (laughs) (laughs) showed him All right. now my friend was back in prison before he got back in town Okay. so he returned home to an empty apartment his door busted in his dresser broken and blood everywhere (laughs) (laughs) And he had no idea what happened. (laughs) And he was probably stuck with the full rent at that point, too, right? That is true. Boy. They didn't have an answering machine. They had voicemail. He didn't know how to contact uh, Oh, so this was back back in, like, dinosaur times. This was back in dinosaur times. There was no Facebook. There was no cell phones to us. He just didn't know what was going on. You're like, Velociraptor, connecting. (laughs) Now, nothing did go anywhere with the guy uh-huh because surprise well, the sex wasn't that good oh okay <laughs> the next year my friend was still on parole okay so there was no halloween party so i went to a different person's halloween party <laughs> hooked up with a different guy okay Uh-oh. before the next halloween we were married oh and this is the guy that left me three weeks ago oh, oh. What but is I have lost 20 pounds and fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh. Hey. What's his name? 
No. <laughs> All right. Give him uh, you a fake know, name. You know give the, him a fake name. Uh, yeah. We'll give him a fake name. Richard. Richard, Richard. you're a fucking dick. He's a dick. Richard is a dick. He's a dick. Yeah, they, uh, the Klingons have a saying, uh, revenge is a dish best served cold. But as we are proving more and more on this podcast, revenge is a dish that you just refuse to eat. <laughs> so stop eating your, and then your revenge comes through because you drop <laughs> you a lot eat. of pounds <laughs> and you go, look how skinny I am now. <laughs> Fuck you. The revenge. And it hasn't been easy, but thank you. Well, so much congratulations. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, fuck that guy. A bad time. Yeah, oh. I, hope, I hope you meet someone much better right here in this bar today. Well, you're going to meet at least 70 more people that are much better. Yeah. <laughs> already. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just, you know, uh, just keep people out of jail. I'll do my best. All right, Creamer Jean, everybody. Creamer Jean! I think, I think. What? Yes. I think Sarah's got one for us. Oh, yeah? Are you yeah, come on up. Are people periscoping? I got a tweet asking for periscope. All right, periscope away. We're going to periscope a lot after we'll talk to people. Yeah. Oh, here, I'll periscope. All right. Because I have periscope now. Yeah. Look at Jacob go. I have technology. Listen to you. You're like, I've participated in the future. He's going to be on yes. Twitter before you know it. Jacob, what's your periscoping? Jacob, the audio guy. The, the real Jacob, the audio guy, is actually on periscope. Wait, so are, is, your, is your thing... The no, it's just Jacob, Jacob the audio. Okay, yeah, let, okay. let's keep talking about it. This yeah, we should discuss this further. <laughs> I've, this I've just nothing's... guaranteed that I won't listen to this episode because I hate the sound of my own oh, voice. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so. Just skip this part. Yeah, we'll yeah, I'll fast forward. It. This is the part where There's I came There's a fast forward up. button. Skip, skip, skip. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm told that, but, you know. Um, what I don't know is how to periscope. Harshest critics, right? Right, exactly. So I have a bad job story. Okay. That I think is appropriate because you guys have talked about, you know, the whole discussion about gun control. When Barack Obama was elected that? president, yeah. I worked for the NRA. Whoa. I was a customer service agent in their membership division. Oh. What a good time to have that gig. <laughs> yeah, which, by the way, I have you know various thoughts about the organization, but I have to say that uh, I made a little more than I did in retail and a lot less than I have pretty much anywhere else. Okay. <laughs> um, and a member once told me that we all drove really nice cars, and I had like a really low-level Honda at the time, and I was uh-huh. like... I mean, I guess it gets me to work. Wait, so. somebody came up to you and was like, all you people at the NRA yeah, drive great cars. they pay you cars. too much. You drive great cars. They pay you too much. Yes. You and that Honda. So, I'd been there uh, about a year, I think, and it was in the winter that this took place. And our building caught on fire. Like, for real. Like, they were, there was a fire, the fire alarms went off, and, and we you thought, guys tried oh, it's to, a drill. And you guys tried to shoot the fire out. <laughs> well, you know, we would often have conversations while we were there about... Uh, if a gunman came in at the Fire! Building, bang, 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 bang! <laughs> Take that, you son of a bitch! <laughs> the Don't only tread on me! <laughs> in America, where if you pull out a gun, people will come to you to see what you have rather than run away. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, there's a firing range in the basement of the office building, and employees get free range time, which I took uh, advantage of a few times. Yeah. Um, a DEA agent who was practicing for a certification was at the range, and his government-issued vehicle burst into flames. <gasps> and they store ammunition at the range. Yeah. So, of course, they evacuated the building. Yeah. And, you know, the people at home can't tell, but if you look at me, I don't wear heels a lot. Like, okay. Like, come on. I was wearing high heels. It was November. It was, you know, 45 degrees outside. And they evacuated us, and we all thought it was a drill, so none of us grabbed our coats or anything. Oh. 
We were outside for two and a half hours, standing on the sidewalk out in front of the building. People actually thought there was a protest going on outside the NRA building because we were all out there. Um, I get back to my desk. The phones have been turned off yeah. this whole time, two hours, in the middle of the day. Oh. Um, Hold on. You, if you're watching the Periscope thing, you got to turn your sound off. <laughs> Who's, who, tur- just somebody turn your sound off. That's awesome. We're, we're back in the days of radio. <laughs> we really are. Please, please turn your Periscope down, please. Sir, could you please turn your Periscope down? Turn your Periscope down. We'll, we'll get your call next. All right. What are you missing in the room? <laughs> That you are gaining from Periscope. Maybe they've hidden their phone like back behind yeah. us and they're getting the backs of our heads or something. Maybe. I mean, my profile is sexy. Right, right. All right. right. So I get back to my desk and I could barely feel my fingers, right? Because, I mean, it doesn't get that cold in Virginia in November, but... Still, two I'm, hours. I'm, two hours I'm and 45. pounds. You're talking to guys from Vegas. That sounds there freezing. You yeah. Actually, you know what? I was a little upset. It's hotter here today than it is at home. Um, and I was uh, like, really? I thought I was come up to enjoy the cool weather in Jersey. But we brought it with us. Yeah, there you go. We brought the Vegas, Vegas heat. We well, always bring the heat, My father loves baby. Vegas, and we spent a lot of my family vacations there as a kid. So I believe me, I know. I once walked from um, TJ, or TI, sorry, oof. TI all the way down to Mandalay Bay, and then back on the other side of the street. Well, uh, for, for those of you who aren't familiar with Vegas, she <laughs> made a insane. mistake. It's about yeah. three miles. <laughs> she, she it was in mistake. April, so Terrible it wasn't mistake. that bad. Still. It's still dumb. Um, she may as well have walked to, like, so I, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dylan just asked, what's the parking like? That's a funny Fantastic. motherfucker right over there on Periscope. I was 17. I, didn't, I couldn't drive the rental car, so okay. I don't yeah. know. All right. Yeah. Um, if you yeah, try I to park a TI, I was under oh, twenty-one, no, no, no. <laughs> which is really boring, by the way. Being What's that? In, being in Vegas when you're under twenty-one and your dad is winning it at video be. poker for hours on end. I don't know. Unless you like neglect, then it's a great place to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm fairly place. certain somewhere we have pictures of me and Paul at the Star Trek experience. Oh yeah, I'm sure oh, you do. Try and find those. I'm sure you do. Um, yeah. Paul, anyway. you have a separate file of underage girls you hugged at the job, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne yeah. Newton kissed me on the mouth when I was 17, actually. Um, anyway. Me too! Ah! That's amazing! Wait, wait, did you say mouth? Never mind. <laughs> well, he, he kissed me on my back my mouth. First, he thought I was a boy, and then he realized I was a girl. And gave Everybody a groaning. Speech. A lot of Wayne Newton backers in there right uh, now. Don't you fucking talk shit about Wayne Newton! <laughs> so, anyway, I guess. Man's a I'm getting really off track here. So you're outside. People think it's a protest. You're freezing cold. We're freezing cold. The building is still on fire. My boss, who was a 100% combat disabled veteran and was in a wheelchair, uh, refused to let anyone help him get outside. So he actually like dragged his body down the stairs. Stop it! <laughs> um, you're like, you're, he was in a wheelchair? <laughs> he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> he, it's probably why he's in that situation in the first place. He, uh, he hey, got Bill, run over. before we take this hill, how about I help you by taking out that nest? No, no, no. I got this. No, no, you but, stay where you are. But, but, I got this. But that artillery nest, I'm we can take it out. Home. Give us a minute, Bill. On my back. <laughs> Actually, a, a Humvee rolled over on top of him. Oh, no. <laughs> so. I can change a tire without a jack. <laughs> Now so that, we all, we all that get is, back to our desks. That's the worst Hummer you can get. That is. Uh, second worst. Oh. You're right. We've talked about the worst one. We've had the worst one on this show. The air job. The air job is the worst Hummer you can get. That's not a Hummer. That's a whisper. 
And that's not bad. I, I, I have not been able to convince my husband to listen to you guys' podcast, although I've been able to convince the If captain. he's a Wayne Newton fan, don't start with this don't one. Know. The captain Jeez. of his podcast might be sending you guys a Jock versus Nerd. Okay. Um, okay. Great. I say captain. I, it's just captain. Arbitrary, I say, arbitrary we, title. We have no ranks in our in our in our <laughs> podcast. We I, do. We haven't told you about them. What? Paul and I. Paul and I have already signed ranks. I'm pretty sure I'm the commandant. I yeah. guess you're the He's lowest my ranking, lieutenant. Matt. Yep. What, 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 they what? did it while you were away with the baby. That's oh. right. We assigned ranks. That, that'll, that'll, that'll get your rank lower. Take care of babies. That's why you needed to go back and listen to the ones that you missed. No right? way. <laughs> no chance. Anyway. We, we get back to, the, to, the, to the, the, the membership division, and okay. the master switch that controls the phone system is flipped back on. I'm amazed that somebody remembered to turn it off when we left. Like, we all went, oh, there's really a fire? It was the, it was the wheelchair guy, and he, for, he remembered halfway down the stairs. <laughs> like, I gotta go it back! So the phone switch! Wait for me! Wait for me! Go on without me, I mean! Uh, he sat next to me, and every single day, I swear to God, somebody was in his desk, like looking down the site of a new gun he had bought. It was pretty amazing because he lived in Maryland and they have a 10-day waiting period. So Right. It was kind of He impressive. sounds of an advance. Yeah. He was actually a person of interest in the Beltway sniper shootings. <laughs> oh. <so. laughs> yeah. But he was in Florida at the time, so good now, alibi there. Yeah, and yeah. in a wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, and also not being the sniper is a good alibi yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. We should just make sure that's clear that they caught the guy and he was not him. They hit the yeah. master switch, Innocence, and all of our phones, you know, say ready. And I yeah. hit my switch with my little, you know, my, my T-Rex arms from being so cold. Yeah. And, the, you know, immediately phone calls come in. Like, instantaneous, everybody's phone lights up. And... You guys sure are driving nice cars. And I say, <laughs> NRA member services, Sarah speaking, right? Because, you know, yeah. and you got to smile when you work in phone customer service because people can hear they can. smile in your voice. Yep. That's true. Um, and there were definitely days where that was really hard. <laughs> um, like the day a guy asked if my daddy got me my job, and I said, uh, well, sir, my daddy loves me, so no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, you know, I, I, the guy goes, nobody's been answering, and they, they all had these redneck accents. It was amazing. They'd be from Michigan or California, and they'd all have these redneck accents. It was amazing. That's not amazing. I and know they were them. always old, <laughs> because in the middle of the day, the Redneck is were, not regional. <laughs> it's not. People who are calling in the middle of the day during the week are not like young professionals. They're they're the old crotchety guys that have nothing better to do. Well, they <laughs> not don't like, have jobs. All right, I just got to finish this sales meeting and call the NRA. <laughs> right. Well, and they knew we weren't allowed to hang up on them as easily as the people over in the political departments. Uh, okay. So like they'd it. call membership and they'd have an ear uh, for a while. You'd put it on mute and just kind of uh, spin your chair around and, you know. <laughs> That's, that's a weird, what, what are the most common, what's this call about? Let's get to this call. So, so he goes, um, your, your phones have been, you know, nobody's been answering your phones for, I've been calling for two hours. And I was like, well, sir, our building was on fire. He's like, did he you goes, shoot at it? And I, I wish I was kidding. He goes, well, thanks, Obama. Ah! <laughs> yes! And that yes! Guy, in that guy's defense, we don't know. <laughs> Obama could have gone up there with a little torch and well, just fucking. Well, a federal <laughs> agent's car started the fire, so I mean, I guess he's right. You know, yeah. maybe he's got he's got you on a technicality. But but fucking would, Obama. Obama's like, like, look here, I'm gonna go over there, all right? I'm gonna light that place, burn that bitch <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> I think look. there were people who legitimately thought that Barack Obama was going to like get in a car and drive to every gun owner's home in America. Just Molotov cocktail. Guns, like, drive by. It was kind of amazing, and there was an ammo shortage going on at the same time. Yeah. Um, and that's happened a couple of times in the last few years. And I just want to say... Every time there's a mass shooting. 
I know people don't really understand economics for real. Like, I failed miserably at economics. Paul does. I'm bad at math. You know, me and Paul were bad at math. There's a, you know, the whole supply and demand curve. The shortages were caused by the people buying the ammo. No conspiracy was taking place where, like, the government was stopping companies from making more ammo. So people would call and be like, why can't I buy... 45 ammo, and I'd say, because some other guy just like you is buying all of it. I'm on to you, so, Obama! It was definitely an interesting time. You sound like a job. girl, but I know you're Obama. <laughs> Paul, I, our, I gu- also... our guest has said that there was no conspiracy. Do you have a rebuttal to uh, her look, statement look, of no I conspiracy? Went, I, went ahead, I went ahead and I did. I did go buy a lot of extra ammunition myself. Well, you know, my, my boss sure in the wheelchair actually was, was a little bit of a doomsday prepper, and so he actually probably had most of it. But Yeah. And there's also a shortage of applesauce and canned goods. Yeah. <laughs> Giant bags of Thanks, rice. Thanks, Obama. And potable water. Uh, How yeah. long did you work for the NRA? Uh, a little over two years. And it was a better paying job? Than working at the comic book store. But part of that was because I was spending $50 a week back at the comic book store, even after my 40% discount. Oh, so. my soul to the company stove. Yeah. The, um, the and table, in both the, cases, the I was The table the in front of Paul just broke from his boner. <laughs> <laughs> where I met my husband actually he was a customer oh, oh yeah boner yeah. retreat um, <laughs> he will never hear this though because like I said yeah, I haven't listen. been able to convince him boner to return so my, my obelisk is not uh, not working that well so Paul's obelisk is working very well very just well hit the table. very well we actually Paul this will make you really sad um the closet that we keep our comics in mm-hmm. uh, flooded. is it full of knives it's flooded you should have filled it with knives <laughs> If you filled it with knives, you'd been fine. Fortunately, knives only a couple of graphic novels were damaged, but we had to move, rebag, and rebox a significant percentage of our 5,000 issues. Very sorry to hear that. I've been do- <laughs> dealing with some of that myself recently. Thanks, Obama. You live in Thanks, Vegas. Obama. How, how did you get a flooded basement in oh, Vegas? Oh, no, 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 not a flood, but just, oh, just, okay. just bagging and boxing and boarding. Bagging and boarding was the most relaxing part of my job at the comic book store. Yeah, I remember that. There's a, zen, a lot of paper cuts, though. There's a zen to it if, if you do it, but, I, but like that's part of my problem is I'll let it go for like a year and a half, and then I've got... The worst is when you're in the middle of it and you stop and have to read an issue, and then you realize you have to read the next issue and the next issue and the next issue. Both of you give me your lunch money right now. (laughs) You don't know. You don't know nerd problems, man. No, I I will never know that problem. That is correct. I I am an absolutely unashamed, like massive loser. Like I was, I was telling one of the other folks here that you know I'm a I'm a college professor and I have kind of wacky hair and it was blue for a while. Wait, the NRA pays better than being a college professor? Yes. Okay. Sure, have a nice Actually, car. Actually, being a, being a community college professor in the lovely Commonwealth of Virginia pays less than my job at the comic book store did. So. Wow. Thanks, yeah, Obama. And, and, <laughs> and requires a master's degree. So. What do you teach now? English. Wait, a community college requires a master's degree? Yes. That is a community college with standards. <laughs> and Unfortunately, then, without a checkbook. You teach English to people who speak English? Yes. Well, I, I, don't w- teach, I wouldn't I don't pay teach you that much either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I teach, I teach freshman composition and writing about literature. Matt's sitting in the front row. Tell me something I don't know. Yeah. Shit. What am I paying you for? Subject, verb. I'll see you at the final. Well, I'm out. I, I'm out. I did learn Wait, did you say prepositional phrase? I'm back in. Okay, okay. <laughs> I learned last semester that when I told my students not to use contractions in academic papers, none of them knew what a contraction was, but they were too afraid to ask. So That's because you're intimidating. Up. Apparently, I'm very like, intimidating. This girl will shoot you if we ask her the wrong question. <laughs> well, she carries in class. Please don't use any contractions in your papers. Uh, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I can. I am not pregnant. What? 
What? I am not pregnant. But I'm, not you, I'm not pregnant. There's I no contractions. I can't have contractions. No. <laughs> no, it's I am not pregnant. There's no way pregnant. I could ever have contractions or use them. But you're using one right now. No, I ain't. <laughs> you just used two. Oh, oh, I'm ha- oh my water broke. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. But I, I wanted to say... One of the things I love about listening to you guys is that you have absolutely no awareness that every single thing that you say could be interpreted like five different ways. You always go for the two obvious ones, but there's always like extra ones. Go ahead. And I wanted to say that the, the example I always use in my classes is I tell my students uh, the English language is kind of a bastard. It, you know, it rifles through the pockets of other languages looking for loose change. Um, the phrase dog cake is my favorite example. So think about Did what... Did we say what, the phrase dog cake? No, no, no. But this, okay. is, just a, this is a very clear, clean example. Yeah. What okay. do you think of when you hear the words dog cake? First thing that comes to your head. Don't try to think any others. Cake for a dog. Yes. A cake for a dog? That's me. No. Dog I, shit, right, as a euphemism? I thought of a dog-shaped birthday cake. Like uh, right, like birthday. for a child. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had someone poop. say Somebody a cake made by a dog. Oh, nice. Which, sure. I thought, I have a greyhound and... She's not real coordinated, so... I thought of this totally underrated punk band from the 90s. Dog King! Dog right. Dog King rules! Dog King! Was he Keanu Reeves in that band? What? No, I'm kind, kind of thinking... Right? I'm One, kind of thinking two, up. three, it was, it was right around Dog the King. time of Point Break. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but I posted on the Facebook event. I got in my car and started it, and Born to Run was on the radio. Yeah, I, I called yeah. every radio station and made that mandatory. <laughs> well, this was them, so it wasn't that difficult. If you're coming to, if you're coming to, if you're coming to Scoop Fest, Springsteen must be playing. I, I am kind of thinking of a cake here. that is made of a dog. Of a dog. Yeah, I got that one too. And, and the students Which who come up with delicious. that one, I report for mental issues. Right. So um, there's, before I became a vegan, I was eating dog cake like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. I was 300 pounds, all dog cake. All dog cake. Well, you know, I'll before, do it. before my current dog, I had another. I, I love retired racing dogs. You know, Who doesn't? Yeah. Well, with the right sauce. Yeah, yeah. they're great. They're real, like they're real well muscled. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. They're meaty. Mm-hmm. Not a lot and of ex- excess And after fat. they retire, the muscle gets nice and marbled. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Corn fed. Mm-hmm. And my my previous right. greyhound. My wife just divorced me. <laughs> <laughs> this crowd likes women, likes Wayne Newton, and likes dogs. <laughs> right. Well, Not Obama. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. Uh, Dog cake. Go ahead. Dog cake. I had a I had a greyhound before this one who had to have a leg amputated. So and the perfect vet opportunity. Right. I thought to make a dog I don't cake. want it to go to waste. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll make like jerky out of it. I could feed it back to the dog, like reinvest it. Sure. I paid ten thousand dollars for this surgery, guys. Oh my I wanted gosh. the fucking leg. Yeah. So you kept the leg. I didn't. The All vet you people who are groaning, what would you do with it? <laughs> to make a lamp like in Christmas Story? Oh, yeah. Yes! Let he who is, would not make dog jerky throw the first stone. And See, I thought, what a great way to, to try dog. Please, like, no you know, rocks. I'm morally very ambiguous about eating dog because, you know, I have a dog. I'm, my dogs are my friends, you know. But this is just going to go in the trash otherwise, you know. Right. Yeah. But no, they, they were like, no, it's considered biohazardous waste and we have to throw it away. There you go. I'm like, for $10,000, you can't give me a baggie with the oh, leg wait. in it. Like if, if, you, you, if you go to the hospital and get something amputated, you can get it from the hospital, but the vet wouldn't give you the anymore? leg? I've heard a lot of people lately, yeah, who said they couldn't keep. Oh, can you not do that anymore? I don't think so. That used to be a thing. Yeah, I don't think you can do it as much anymore. If you this told... used to be a country I love. Right, I know. 
In my day, we would just smoke cigarettes and eat dog legs. <laughs> Talk about libertarianism. I want to keep everything they take out of me and keep it like in a creepy jar. It's mine. Mental, you know? like, I made that. That I is keep my it. left testicle and I want it back. Today we learned something new about Jacob. He only has one testicle. Do you have a nudicle on the other side? No, I, I started with four, actually. Yeah. yeah. The one on the farthest left got taken out. He ate his own twin and all yeah. that remained was a when second he, bag. When he had all four, it looked like those things you stick on the desks at banks yeah. that go like click, 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 click. Well, click, I, couldn't, click. I couldn't walk around because it would cradle. just make that noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he had, that's why he has such good rhythm. <laughs> you guys were talking about nudicles on an episode recently because someone yes. wrote in the, the joke about The fake nut. Mm-hmm. Those are not approved for use in humans. Those Yet. are actually for dogs. There is no medically, like FDA or oh USDA, or which, well, whoever does it, approved... Yeah testicle replacement implant and so you have to go buy the ones for dogs and bring them to your surgeon it's a bring your own ball policy that is exactly what i was about to say byob byob doc's like listen i'm the best nut surgeon there is but byob (laughs) but then you can walk around be like look out girl i got a rottweiler down there could you bring could you bring anything like if i just showed up with a pair of tennis balls or something (laughs) a snow globe (laughs) a snow globe (laughs) Something that jingles. <laughs> all right, all right, surgeon. Here's a basketball. Game on. Can you do it? I brought jingle bells. Go. Apparently, when you have a replacement testicle put in, they'll ask you like how symmetrical you want things to be because a really good surgeon can make them perfectly symmetrical. But all of you know your testicles are not symmetrical. No matter how many times I yell at them. <laughs> Any, any woman or man who has handled his own or other's testicles knows that they Go don't on. always hang. <laughs> Bone her up. You know? Slow down a little bit. Slow down. Paul's, yours are Say pretty symmetrical. Say it one more time. Yeah, yeah. Paul's, yours are symmetrical. Very much so. Yeah. I had a, I had a measure within a millimeter. Well, then you should be like a ball model for the catalogs or something. Don't think I haven't yeah. tried. <laughs> I submit and I submit and I submit. They're like, what in the fuck is with this headshot? Somebody just... <laughs> This is a terrible headshot. I'm like, it's my nuts, you motherfucker. You're not right for this one, but you'll be right for the next one. Yeah, that's what they say. Your headshot looks like a Klingon. I guess Stephen King got a lot of rejection. (laughs) Got a ridge down the middle. Yep. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. the problem, right? You got to stop wearing the forehead ridge in the middle of your testicles. If you told that dog story to your class, I wouldn't ask questions either if I was in your class. (laughs) I think my students are half terrified of me and half excited that they're not sitting listening to like something really boring right. instead because I'm really good at derailing as we've noticed really good at derailing conversations to be about weird stuff I, I once made a, a Shakespeare class go off the rails to talk about fake the testicles undiscovered country yeah. for like an hour and I was like yeah because you know in the original Klingon and the, my professor was like actually I really want to talk about Shakespeare in Star Trek and the rest of my classmates were like fuck both of you like oh yeah. my god who class. the hell cares it was a 9am class on a Friday so yeah it was I would have set that place on fire yeah. <laughs> I, I was a little concerned about getting beat up outside yeah Yeah. which wouldn't be the first time that had happened to me so <laughs> uh, uh, you can't I can't I was, you can't exit on that about being beat up yes I was in like third grade and it was oh, just that yeah, was not a big deal. But, but like I was the nerdy kid who wrecked the curve and you know. Oh, yeah. oh you got picked up for being a smart? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That seems like that's standard third grade. Yeah, uh, and then I got a little older and I got braces and acne and never grew any tits, so it's all worked out for me. I, yeah, I'm really I had the I'm same really winning. fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, Paul. not me, well, not me. I, 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 I grew tits. I grew tits. 
My skin is gorgeous and my tits are immaculate. Yeah, I'm sure you're at least one cup size bigger than me, Paul. Uh, eat, so. oh, two. Two. <laughs> Be fair. Paul's keeping pencils underneath there right now. <laughs> Have you seen the photo of the lady with the note underneath her breasts that someone stuck there that she can't see because she's so chesty? Like, I went, that would never happen to me. Like, no, no, no. No worries. <laughs> um, well, we thank you and your small tits for coming on our show. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. One of the many Sarahs that we thank every many show. Sarahs. We're, we thank all the Sarahs. I wanted her to walk away before I said, I like small tits. All right, so... Um, <laughs> you're safe. <laughs> there, she can't hear me from here. <laughs> uh, we should finish up with the jock versus nerd. Yeah, we should. should. You want to have a jock versus yeah, nerd? Yeah, come on. All right, come on here down we go. here. Do we have music? I have it. Oh, man, is it coming? Play, you got to play something wrong again. Uh, That's where he plays the scoop mail. Here it comes. Uh, Oh, is it play that I hit? That's the button, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is That's the only thing I wanted to happen. That worked so much better than I thought it was going (laughs) to. That was my only goal for today. That was was perfect. We have accomplished our mission. Thank you, Scoops. And we'll see you guys later. Thank you. Bye, guys. Steve. Steve, and you're Gelato? Gelato Steve. All right. My wife gave me that. All right. You have a jock versus nerd for us? I do. All right. right. This jock and nerd comes from Gelato Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Paul. Yes. I went to high school with an NFL football player. I will give you three hints about this man. Okay. He went to Bristol Central High School. Oh! <laughs> he played, Thank you! He played for the world champion New England Patriots. Cheaters. And he no longer plays in the NFL. I'll follow Bonus up. hint, he graduated in 2006. He graduated from high school in 2006? Yes. What state was this in? Connecticut. Okay. Connecticut. I, no idea, but he played quickly. Warren Moon's out. <laughs> Paul, Warren Moon is never out. Let yeah, me, okay. Let me, let me help Paul out here. Yes, Can you please. name a retired New England Patriot? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you name an active New England Patriot? Uh, yeah, Tom Brady. Okay, yeah. good, good. Right? Got one. Yeah, good, got yeah. one. Bonus hint. But bonus is hint. right. Yes. Can you name the sport that the New England Patriots play? <laughs> football. Okay. Well, the American bonus football. Bonus hint is he yes. did not retire by choice. He was forced to This is to a guy who had a terrible injury. Not quite. Not quite. He was, he was, oh, is this the... There was a terrible injury. Oh. Get the fuck out of here. Is this Junior Seau? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob has flipped his chair. <laughs> that name fits. His terrible injury was death. <laughs> that name fits none of the requirements. No. None of the hints. It's a name I know. Uh, uh, this, oh, wait. No, this is the guy who, uh, who shot the guy. Yes. The guy who shot the guy. There um, you go. It's, uh, he was just oh, Ant- Anthony. Nope. You no, had the A right. First, first letter. It starts with an A. Good. Uh, also, Hank? second letter. Hank. 
Ancon. Hammer and Hank. Hey, Paul. Oh, Aaron. 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 Aaron Rodriguez. No. <laughs> oh. Your racial stereotyping is correct, though. Aaron. <laughs> if you were to get an operation on your intestines, because the Aaron, wall needed, it's needed Aaron. sewing up. Aaron. Instead of Rodriguez, yes. it is something else where you can if roll you, an R. If you needed, if not you him. Need, if you needed Hernandez. Yes. Hernandez. Thank you for those hints. Those were good hints. Very good hints. You went to high school with Aaron Hernandez? Graduated the same. He was a year behind me. He left early to go to Florida to go to the Florida Gators where he won a national championship. Right. Yeah. Played in the Super Bowl. Killed a guy. And the rest is history. <laughs> now, I Possibly knew that guy more than a guy. He, he left a blank after like, there was going to be another statement. Like, and the rest is history. Won, won the Super Bowl. Killed a guy. Uh, owns a beautiful Maserati. No. So, yeah. He was not intelligent. Makes a great meatloaf. Whenever he had a good game, I'd always watch the post because I knew that there'd be like a lot of grammatical errors, and I knew he was not an intelligent guy. And when they told about the bubble gum, I'm like, "Yeah, he did it. That was him." <laughs> I wasn't there, but I'm pretty sure he did it. Oh, man. Were you friends with him? I encountered him on three occasions. One, he bought weed from a guy I was playing poker with. Okay. Two, I made a allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Cover our fucking allegedly. bases here. God oh, fucking damn allegedly. Were you, were you playing poker with the guy while he was buying no, the weed? No, he came and bought poker from the guy who was playing poker. He Is was, he not doing enough time? <laughs> Secondly, I made him no. a Subway sandwich. <laughs> Did he play poker? You made, what, you no. made him a Subway sandwich uh, at Subway? Or you just made him a sandwich? At Subway. Oh, okay. okay. Are you okay. a sandwich artist? I was a sandwich artist. Okay. What oh, happened? No. You retired? He's been disbarred. You know, my hand cramped up too much. Yeah, yeah. The footlongs are getting to me. Did he order extra murder? Because <laughs> that's a good tip-off. Yeah. That I don't remember. I'll take a turkey bacon club. Uh, oh, you guys have guacamole? Good. No, uh, hold the guacamole. Put murder on there. <laughs> I'd like a side of manslaughter. I don't want any tomatoes on my sandwich. For every tomato I find on my sandwich, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and thirdly, he bought, a, he bought the entire bar drink at the bar when he was 20, when he was in the NFL already. He, he started very early. So. Right. Bought, bought me a drink when he was underage. So Nice. And the funny, the funny part is, is that when he... Sounds went, like a nice guy. <laughs> great guy. When yeah. he went to court, people in Bristol started like dropping it like flies. But luckily, I was in California at this time. So... Like, there's like a hit list out for people who knew anything. And oh. I'm like, thank God I got out of there while I can. Yeek. And yeah. Then, allegedly. And, and, allegedly. And, and, allegedly. We know nothing. And then you never came on any kind of public media where you would talk about it in the way that he would find out. So that's pretty good. That was clever. Clever. All right. Nerd time. Now, my nerddom, I know uh, Matt is a that's huge fan That's my name, Matt of, Donnelly. Uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Okay. I'm a huge fan of Billy Joel. And I know that we've fight, talk- fight, 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 fight. <laughs> I know we've talked Billy Joel. You've talked Billy Joel uh, in the past. I'm embarrassed about my knowledge of Billy Joel. So I have a I'm part of his most famous song, Joel. Piano Man. Yeah. Uh, there's a line, a real estate novelist. Paul was a real estate novelist. Not this Paul, but the other Paul. Not yet. <laughs> so my question to you is, he explained in an interview, what is a real estate novelist? What was it? Oh, uh, it's a guy who uses houses as a writing utensil. A real estate novice. He writes a novel using a house. Any other guesses? Uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, stories that only were only the only all the characters are homes. <laughs> Paul, do you like, guess? My family came home today. Uh, I would guess this is a guy that works for uh, Century Twenty One, who uh, writes twenty one chapters for every book. Every time he sells a house, he has to write twenty one chapters. <laughs> About like that it. book. And that's how he forces himself to keep writing. That's, that's incorrect. Oh. Although, Jacob, do you have a guess? 
Uh, my guess is he writes Spanish soap operas. A uh, real estate, estate novelist. He writes real estate novellas. <laughs> so uh, in the story, in the piano story, everyone was real. Uh, Paul was a real estate broker who dreamed of being a novelist, dreamed of writing a novel one day like many of us have, and he never did his dream. So that's why he called him a real estate novelist. Oh, good, because he was lazy. He was a lazy writer. <laughs> and no Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I have a bonus from the front song if you want it. Bonus. Please. All right, go. Is uh, it about Billy Joel? Yes, that song. Oh, uh, we're so, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. What do you got? What do you got? So uh, the waitress is practicing politics. Yeah. Who did she become? In the song? Yes. In a, real life? Wait, yes. Michelle a, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle a waitress, Obama. A waitress practicing politics. She became somebody. Who was she? In real life? Yes. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Hillary Rodham Clinton. God, I hope it's Donald Trump. It was Billy Joel's first wife. He's had three. It was his first wife. Oh. He married her. And uh, yeah, there you go. Senator Billy Joel. <laughs> if, I've, if you've learned anything from Billy Joel, is do not write songs about your wife. <laughs> they will leave you. Correct. All right. Gelato Steve, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks, guys. See you on the cruise. See you on the cruise. All right. Fantastic. All right. Oh, yeah, we're going on a cruise. Yeah, yeah. The whole reason we're here is Oh, that leaving. cruise thing. We're going right. on a cruise. We're leaving tomorrow. Um, how many How many, How many? many we got here coming on the cruise? Let's see, let's see a show of hands. We got a couple. Good, Great. good. Awesome, right. awesome. Good, good, Fantastic. Good. We got a couple more still coming in. Yeah. Fantastic, guys. And we'll see Spadoni on the cruise, which will be great. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, our, our, our Spadoni did not make his flight. Our piano player did not make his you flight. You may notice that there's no one here playing piano. Yeah. In his defense, he is an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he did not make his flight, and we were hoping he will make it to the cruise because we plan on him playing in our show on the cruise that we're getting paid to do. Uh, but if not, you know, we'll find out. We'll, we'll just tell Billy Joel stories. Right. Yeah. And we'll do that. Uh, so Spadoni's not here. Um, well, I, wanna, I might end up, end up being part of the uh, improv show, playing drops instead of him playing. Uh, that's I'm fine with all of that. <laughs> we can make it work. We're going with Paul. Paul, who by the way packs like a 20 year old college student. By the way, what? You you he you packed pack- a 21 year old college student. <laughs> I got to do something on the cruise. <laughs> Paul's luggage has no wheels. Good. He carries it like a duffel bag. Good. It's just one duffel bag for uh, for everything that we needed. First of all. You learn to pack light. Okay. That's the thing. Uh, I am younger than you, so I guess I haven't learned that lesson. <laughs> right. Yeah, it'll come. No, but, but you pack as light as you can, in my, in my experience. And, uh, no, I don't have wheels on my luggage. I don't believe in that. <laughs> when you're coming, when you don't know how you're getting between five different places, <laughs> you don't believe in wheels? No. Just okay. because... You know they exist, right? Here's the thing. Because I know at some point I'm going to have to go into a bathroom at an airport. And that is the grossest thing in my brain to wheel wheels into a bathroom at an airport. And to know for the rest of my trip those fucking wheels are stuck inches away from clothes I'm going to be wearing. Let's, thank you. Thank but, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But you wear the clothes that you're wearing into the bathroom. So you take your clothes that but are not in a bag. But I don't roll on the floor with them. It's the process of the I don't believe that part. I don't believe that part. Trust me. <laughs> Here's the thing. So in, in some... What, right. Exactly. Exactly. That is how you get pink eye. pink eye. We'll see who has pink eye by the end of the fucking cruise. Not going to be me. 
there was the uh, there was my these... goal is to now have Paul have pink eye by the end of the cruise. So at the jer- at the at the the Houston airport, they actually did have um, these mi- mini shelves in front of the urinals. Okay, so you go into the urinal, and I guess you could place a drink there, or what have you. But I'm like, well, I gotta have a place to put my bag. This is just my backpack, so I can put my backpack there. But it was too big to just stay unsupported. Yeah, the shelves were not designed for luggage. Are you supposed to put luggage on the floor of a bathroom? This is disgusting to me. There needs to be a better system than that. Anyway. If elected. (laughs) Because what I have to do then is I put the luggage on the shelf, but then I have to put my head against the bag to make sure that it stays on the shelf so then I can use both my hands to pee. So you see me... My head up against the shelf. No, we don't. We wish we could see yeah, you. It's awesome. Who wouldn't want to walk into an airport bathroom and see <laughs> this like weird rhino technique for being? Just shoving your head into a bag in the ceiling. I like that you keep using the term have to. I have to put my bag on this shelf and then I have to hold it up with my head. You know what? A couple days. It's like Obama is holding a gun to his head. Let me know how that pink guy's treating you. <laughs> but, uh, but then coming into New Jersey... I knew, I knew they're not going to have fucking shelves. They didn't. Nor do we have bathrooms. I had to sling my backpack onto my shoulder, and it took me a good five minutes to perform a single-handed maneuver. To pee, one-handed. One-handed. Yeah. Really tricky. In Jersey, they teach it in schools. Yeah. It's very tricky. Fizz well, Here's the thing. I was probably ready to go within a couple of seconds, but you second-guess yourself. You got, you're like, I got to make sure the aim is just right because I could end up with stuff on my pants. This is just me, isn't it? Yes. No, no, no. I'm sure everyone else does the same exact bathroom technique. Show of, show of hands, everyone. Show of hands. Any, anyone? Else? Oh, there are like 12 people. I got a few people, you know, trying to keep your luggage off the bathroom floor. That's all I'm saying. Figure out a better way, science. <laughs> it's funny because I saw a guy yesterday and I made fun of him in my head who was like holding his duffel bag between his legs while he was using the bathroom. Now that seems that seems to defeat the purpose he was, utterly. He was standing at the urinal like grasping his duffel bag between his legs while he was trying to urinate. It's a better solution. And he was having solution, more trouble than you. It's a better solution than actually sitting it on the floor, but you, you run a greater risk there. You could contaminate your entire package. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, Paul. And your luggage. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> that guy is dumb. You got it all figured out. All right. Uh, what was it? What? Purse hooks in women's bathrooms. That's, we have a solution from our small titty yeah. friend. Yeah, Paul. Next time you don't want to. <laughs> next time. Next time you. Next time you don't want to weird anybody out at the, at the airport. Go to the ladies' room. It's happening. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. I don't want to put this shit on the ground. No, put it in the toilet. Put the shit in the toilet. <laughs> Not in Jersey. You can't put the shit in the toilet. No, Paul brought no strap for his bag either because he didn't want it to weigh him down. <laughs> Paul that, was no a, that Paul, was a bad move. How many? <laughs> that was a mistake. I admit. I admit that was a mistake. I forgot my strap. That was a mistake. How many? Shoulder strap would have helped. Use the shoulder. Yeah, how? shoulder strap would have helped. I for, Oh, wear it like a backpack. I might try that next worked. time. Might try that next time. Be a little tough because because the the shoulder straps are so small. By the time I put it on, I'd have like velociraptor hands. It'd be even trickier. I'd be 
Oh, no, it wouldn't work. If we go through all the ways that Paul could have done this better, we're going to be here for a very, very long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. we have a bathroom in here, and my backpack is here as well. I, we have time for experiments. <laughs> we can do it on Periscope. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> all right. I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. I want to thank... Uh, uh, Augie Carden and Brian for setting up our podcast equipment. Check out their podcast. Yes. Uh, Steal this beer. Uh, M. Dylan Walter, who I served here as a bartender, organized this whole event. Thank you so much for putting this together. Jennifer and Ron for giving us a ride out here. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, uh, One of our visual scoops, uh, Ryer Appledorn. Thank you, Ryer. Uh, Michael Elsroth and Ace, we miss you. Uh, I want to thank Nick, Summon, JJ, and Tony Longworth for doing mm-hmm. our music. We want to thank Jessica Vota for doing our uh, Hey Scoops uh, uh, Instagram account. Oh, and Mr. Brain Freeze is here from our Tumblr here. Where is he at? Where'd uh, Brain Freeze go? There he is over there. There he goes. Uh, thank Ivan you, Brain Yvonne Freeze. Thank you, sir. Um, thank you, Sarah. Thank, thank you, Sarah. Sarah. All the Sarahs. Uh, who else? Oh, check out, our, check out our Reddit page if you want to check that out. Yeah. Mathematically.com. Uh, Mathematically.com. Send us some scoop mail. And, uh, and we're going to, I'm going to, I'm basically going to pretend like I'm taking a time machine to when I was 24 and I'm going to drink my weight in Jameson. There so, you go. Yes. That's a plan, baby. For those of you that are on the Scoop Cruise, you're going to see us just obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for coming out and we're about to have a drink with you. Thank you all for listening here. This was the Scoop Fest podcast from Montclair, New Jersey, Attorney's Tavern. Thanks for listening. We'll, uh, you got it? No, I don't. We'll see you soon. Hey everyone, this is Jacob the Audio Guy. I just wanted to take a minute to thank you all for coming out to Scoop Fest 2015 live. We couldn't believe how well it went. Uh, Tyranny's Tavern, the bar that we held it at, they were very pleased with the outcome. And Opportunity Village got a nice little chunk of change out of it, so that was fantastic. If you didn't make it this year, we will have it again next year. Do not worry, it'll be great all over again. And until then, fucking you all very gratefully in your faces. The Ice Cream Social.